0: I'm gone for what? I'm out of this room for a week, and I'm like logged out of everything.
1: (laughs) I thought you were gonna say I don't know how to use anything.
0: What is this technology? I come (laughs) on, we come off of caveman, and I feel prehistoric. How was your trip? The trip was was excellent. It went really well. Um, You know, it's the first time I've driven an hour and a half with the you know seven thousand pound trailer behind our vehicle, so it was a little like a little bit of the white knuckle going up. For people that aren't, I, I took a lot of precaution with with the tow vehicle that we got, you know, the used tow vehicle, and then the the trailer we got. Um, I took a lot of precaution. Well, you make the mistake sometimes, and I made this mistake of watching videos on YouTube of uh, like trailer failures, <laughs> oh. like the top ten trailer failures. It's terrible, man. That's a yeah, bummer.
1: Um, um, is the yeah, is the white knuckle part like an- wind gusts and passing?
0: Well, the the white, that, absolutely. K-Rails that, uh, you know, they do a ton of work in Southern California on the highways. You know, it says your tax dollars at work. Um, But it's just, you know, they they put up K-Rails. There's two lanes. People are kind of trying to pass each other. These are highways where there's trucks. And that's the only time the
1: kid wants to show you something in the car. Like, hey, Dad, look at
0: this. (laughs) No, you're not looking. Dad, you're not looking. Not now, dude. Yep. So uh, it was a little nerve-wracking going up, but, you know, it was... um, it wasn't really anything anything spectacular, man. It wasn't uh, it wasn't anything movie like. <laughs> 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 Snuck it but in. But you know what? We we yeah, this is Jimmy Eat Pod. <laughs> we haven't even caught up yet, man. I just wanted to uh to catch up with you for a bit. What did I miss when I was away? Uh, well you what, saw the what, comment, what right?
1: I I took some long exposure shots. Um Oh, yeah. And that was cool. I went up uh, Holland, and that night, so Wes just finished up two weeks of swim lessons. Uh, the night that I did, like, it, the the second week, each day, a parent would go in the pool with the kids, so the parent knew how to, like, do holds and coach them and stuff like that. So my day, all, every time the kids came out of the pool, they were freezing. So And the teacher kept yeah. saying, the pool's too cold. The pool, pool is too cold. So I was like, okay, well... Let me prepare because I don't like being cold. I get in the pool. The pool is super warm. And look, who am I? Like, I'm not a pool professional. I'm not teaching kids all day. But I told her, I said, at 7 o'clock, look, we're having an unseasonably cool summer, which, trust me, I am all about. I do not like hot. So we're having an unseasonably cool summer. When the kids are doing swim lessons at 7 o'clock, it's 64 degrees. So if it's 81 in the water... And it's 64 outside. Yeah, you're going to be freezing anytime you're not in the water. Um, Anyway, so I brought a ton of clothes to bundle up in after class. And then I take the kids home. We get the kids to sleep and all that stuff. And I tell Susie, I was like, hey, uh, so I'm going to run out for an hour and try to see this comet. And uh, I drive up up to Mulholland and there's cloud cover like coming over from the West side of LA into the Valley. And I'm like, Oh man. So I drive all the way across the four Oh five and then over in right. Where Mulholland basically dead ends into a fire road. Um, before I think it picks up on the other side of this hiking trail, but, um, uh, and it's all clear. It's perfect. I, uh, position my 200 millimeter lens right at, I zoom it all the way out. So I think it's like an 80 millimeter, 80 to 200, I think. Um, 70. Um, Thank you. (laughs) Um, uh, (laughs) So uh, I find uh, the four main stars of Big Dipper and I frame them center. And then I I can't see this comet with my naked eye. So I just arbitrarily move the camera down and to the left and take a one second exposure and bam, I see it right away. So I just zoom in a little bit and then I just zoom in until I'm at 200 and the comet is centered. Like it's perfect. Uh, and I take a ton of shots. Everybody like I'm the only person up there with a camera. I'm like, there's n- if I see it, I want to see it, get a good picture of it. And I still can't. Right. You know, I'm well, I, every night I'm looking in the sky. I'm like, I don't see this thing. So I specifically brought my camera to take a long exposure and hopefully catch it. And sure enough, I caught a ton of photos of it. So I was like, yeah, you, um, showing people up there like, oh, hey, look, here it is. You can't this see is it what with it your naked like eye, but <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that was the problem I had. I thought I was going to have a good view being out on the coast, but you're. Uh, there was a lot of light pollution from the. There's some like a, a main lifeguard tower where they all kind of, I don't, know, they hang out not not like on the beach. Oh, interesting. It had a huge a huge bright light on it, like a floodlight <laughs> that was killing. And I saw another guy walk on the path with me, and he was holding his hand up, two hands up, and one to block that. And then there was another light up at the restaurant. Oh, jeez. So just those two lights alone made it very difficult. And I don't know what this this uh, what this. uh this method of viewing is called in my room. I remember when I was in Arizona in Flagstaff, my uncle said, hey, this is you can't look directly in or in the sky at this. You have to look out of your periphery. Right. You know, this your side view. Then you can see it. And I don't know what, what that uh, that technique is or the phenomenon is. But, yeah, I, I was able to see Interesting. it. Interesting. Uh, on the You know, not directly. But right.
1: Yeah, that's weird. I think it has to do with the cones in your eyes or something. Yeah. Yeah. I look it up once and
0: they were cones. They were
1: cones. One of my favorite lines. Um uh so yeah, that's cool. Well, at least you got to see it. Did you try any long exposure with your phone or anything? Uh
0: yeah, and they all they all came out super noisy and, <laughs> and I couldn't zoom in. It was just too it was yeah. I just wanted to be there in the moment and enjoy it and I was fine with that. Yeah.
1: Um the band released remastered versions of the videos
0: uh for the middle
1: and sweetness for the twentieth anniversary. No. 19, I saw that. I saw the anniversary? little um, what year is it of I think it's nineteenth anniversary of Bleed American um uh that just passed uh, that as would well be, as yeah. the 24th anniversary of static prevails um which they acknowledged um <laughs> uh, yeah
0: i saw that today uh i didn't you know i was just kind of catching up with all of all of my uh social media and all the extra stuff that i'm you know yeah associated with i literally I still haven't
1: watched the remastered versions but i
0: it it looks like you know. I know that there's technology out there. I get promotions on Facebook. It's like you know why why use this standard the standard definition when we can upscale it somehow. And then it looks like it's just it, with any kind of high definition rendering up. I'm assuming that there is some kind of the same way that that like the clone stamp tool works. Is it's it's adding pixels in between, right? You know, it's it's trying to figure out. And this is, I mean, this is intense stuff. This is what, 24 frames. So it's 24 images that it's building per second. Well, that second. video
1: was probably shot on film, the middle. Now, sweetness was like yeah. a lot of like green screen work and stuff like that. So, But with green screen work, you'd think they'd also probably shoot as high quality as they can to pull a good key. But um, right, I I wouldn't be surprised if the middle video was shot on film, maybe 16 millimeter, which makes it already 4x3 but um uh i I thought like they either did, yeah, the cheap process or they went the Seinfeld route and retellcined the video, but I couldn't imagine the record label, I mean, that song was huge, so maybe they'd put in the investment, but I just have to see the video I still have to see the video to to make yeah, the, the determination let me let me see if I can yeah. watch it sound down. And, uh, yeah,
0: try um the little clip that they tell. posted. If I mean, if anyone, if there's any video files out there that could look when it scrubbed over the before and after, it looked like they they degraded the SD a little bit, made it look even more pixelated. Yeah, Um, so maybe that made the the HD better. But what it looked like to me was it scaled up, they sharpened, and then they added like a, a high contrast filter on top to to sharpen the edges, kind of like. The high high pass filter in Photoshop where yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of like just a, a Yeah, it's still a, an soft around the stuff.
1: edges on things. Um I did reach out to Brandon Bonfiglio because he would know uh or at least have an idea. And he, he said he still doesn't know for sure how what process they used to do this video. Um
0: it could be magic for all we yeah, know. Yeah, it could be Well, magic.
1: that's kinda of how he put it. He said um, you know, there's these companies out there now that are doing these upreses, and they're just like literally like doing magic with these videos. Um, so, I mean, a it's in sixteen nine, and you know, it's not four by three, right? Um, it it looks really good. I mean, here's the thing: is it looks a lot better than the original? Is that the kid from Malcolm in the Middle? No, it's not. <laughs> I haven't seen this video in so long.
0: Um. Oh, you know what I was thinking of? I was thinking of uh when you see Jordan by uh, something corporate oh. and that that was uh that was a kid that played I um, you know I think he's still in film I looked him up on IMDb he doesn't have the biggest roles but he's still involved he always played that kind of punk uh, I have to see this it, you video know, the, let's see when you see Jordan Yeah
1: I don't know this one that well I've seen it but not well um okay so tell me about it he's still in oh, movies Oh if you see oh, Jordan right. I'm, I'm, it's, uh, I'm mistaken it's if you see it's Jordan It's <laughs> the kid from um uh from American Pie the Shermanator Yes yeah, the yeah,
0: Shermanator yeah, yeah that's it and I, I I'm I uh I apologize to our something corporate fans for mis titling that <laughs> oh <laughs> if you see Jordan what did
1: you say I knew exactly I what said you
0: when when you see Jordan which oh, he does actually same. say that's right what when, when he does say in the lyrics but you know sometimes people are uh uh sticklers about the titles oh yeah yeah, no, no. yeah. so did we have any um did we have any housekeeping to take care of uh I can't
1: imagine uh, I mean, really, yeah. I wanted to mention the sweetness in the middle of videos. Um, I can't imagine there's anything else you want to talk about other than the Shits Creek finale. Um,
0: <laughs> oh, and that was a mistake. Um, uh, so oh, and, and this is this has happened before. This was an honest mistake. Is that stuff on Netflix? It's a season behind. haha uh-huh. Uh, and it said 2019, and. My wife was mistaken and she said it's the series finale because it's a it's, year after.
1: Right. But, and it's the last episode. And I, th- episode I it on the Netflix, last
0: five right. seconds of it, I thought there's no, I mean, I don't give it any, I'm not going to give anything away, but you don't leave a series finale on that note. So yeah. I, I, Lindsay looked it is up that, immediately. Uh, and when yeah, she, David yeah, is goes side. on the hike, is that the? Yes. Okay, okay. That is the episode. Okay, great. Yeah.
1: What's funny is I thought you were on the series finale, so I watched the series finale and I was like, I was so excited <laughs> to tell you. So, anyway, um, two things you're in luck because you have my plex and I have season six in its entirety, plus the documentary, the after show. So, don't watch episode zero for some reason, they categorize it as episode zero of season six. Watch episode one mm-hmm. through 14, I think, and then watch okay. a, episode zero is the making of. Um, Thank
0: you for that warning,
1: yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then did you see the new Bill and Ted face the music trailer oh, and no, or I didn't the watch Comic-Con it. panel? Oh, OK, great.
0: So I did not. You did post though. So non heinous.
1: <laughs> super non 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 <laughs> non non heinous. Non non non. It's terrific. The panel is great um, and fun. Uh, so, yeah, I'm very excited to see the film. Me too. Oh, and this is what uh, they talked about in the, or not talked about, but the, what they debuted with the trailer, the new trailer, is that I think the movie is out in select theaters and on demand on September 1st. So I'll be able oh, to see then it. Oh, we'll have it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you will. Very excited. We'll have it very soon. Okay,
1: so uh, with that, talking about a movie, let's talk about Movie Like from Invented. Mm, one
0: of my favorite tracks off of this yeah, album.
1: Yeah, it's
0: terrific. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the message that, it, that to me, at least the message that, that is, um, that is, uh, demonstrated in this is a little bit opposite of the sound that you get in this. To me, it, it does sound a little, uh, upbeat, right? Yeah. Would you, would you admit that it's, it's got, uh, or agree that it's got some, like an upbeat sound to yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, you even start with like this great, like, almost
1: like, I mean, well, we'll get to what it really sounds like later, but it, it sounds like almost like, um, like a marching band cheer section, like, yeah fun upbeat like jam and it really builds Uh like it it's drums and then in comes an acoustic guitar and vocals then the bass and the full drums come in so really the opening drums are real like maybe they're programmed or they're class it sounds
0: programmed to me yeah Yeah.
1: Yeah. um that boom boom and it is a trombino joint so you know lots of programming on this record
0: yeah and reading some of the uh some of the articles um like the, the press articles that they did, the interviews afterward, and they mentioned sending stuff back and forth to Mark. Oh, yeah. Uh, they they would do their initial work in their home studio. And then I'm not sure at this point um, what year were we at with this? Is this 2010? Uh, 2000,
1: uh, September 2010.
0: 10. Yeah, 2010. So I don't know what method they're using to send stuff. I mean, this is only 10 years ago. I'm sure there's some really high quality method that you can send stuff quickly. But they sent it off to him. He was the... The um uh, the computer guy yeah and he would do his programming so that is absolute could have absolutely been uh, yeah. Mark's work at the now, beginning. Now
1: I did not find a demo for this track, but I wonder. I almost wonder if maybe the original demo started with just Jim and a guitar, and then came in the drums. And Mark was like, "Oh, I have an idea! Like, let's do a let's do a Queen thing here, <laughs> right?" <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, they've played it 39 times between two artists. 38 are Jimmy Eat World, one is Jim Adkins solo. Um, and all 38 times they played it, it was in 2010. So they haven't played it since 2010.
0: Um, I will will when we get to the video part part, I think we're gonna find that that is. Oh, you're right. You're not, right. I'm so sorry. Why?
1: That's interesting. So, right, what and I think is he was that uh, what's it called where I got the information from did not have the March 20th performance, but then March 20th of this year would be the first time they played it since 2010. Then,
0: yeah, I have a little bit of uh, I mean, we'll, when we get to the video portion of that, there is a little bit of uh, I saw you know, I, I saw that you had been on the video I watched and you had posed a question which didn't get answered, but I did a little bit of snooping, so I'm, I'm trying to figure out the timeline for this. Um, and then Jim also played this recently for his uh, acoustically right and at the very end of that he mentions the last time they played that and I, I want to say he said something like 2011 but look he's I don't know how many times how many shows they played in between right it's it's an honest mistake he maybe he just got the the year the last year wrong he didn't remember this <laughs> but I'm sure on tour you know what I mean there's there's probably so many little things yeah. The video that we that the uh, the private gig that we'll look at, um, you know, I have I have a suspicion on where and when that was actually played. Oh. but okay, so we've got track five of eighteen. Well, I have five of eighteen here. Yeah, uh, interesting. I have five of seventeen, of 17 but five, I think it's twelve
1: regular tracks on the on the record. I'm holding the record. Yes, here, five of so twelve.
0: Yeah. And does yours have the liner notes in there? It sure does. And I have no oh, at least the lyrics listed because there, there is one lyric that I wanted to check with you on. I've got one, and I'm two, assuming that over, three, uh, during the bridge
1: adjustments.
0: Okay. All right, cool. All right. Well, we'll get into that. So this was, yeah, released September 28th, 2010, recorded at Unit Two, but then also uh, postal serviced back and forth between. I- I'm assuming Mark Trombino was out here in LA. Probably, yeah. Right. Send it to. Um, sending it back and some of the tracks, sending them back and forth to Mark on, on what he would uh, weigh in on at least. Right. Now let's see here. We got, do you want to go through, uh, do you want to go through the lyrics and
1: I'll, uh, I'll tell you what is in the lyric book versus what's on where I got mine. Genius.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. And that's the same place that I got in mine. So let me, uh, let me bold this just so I know that spot. That's the one issue I think that there is. All right. So it starts out with a face coming down in street. So on the lyrics, I believe that, It says, my face Mm -hmm. coming down in streaks,
2: Mm. uh,
1: which are two very different things. And the the word my makes the second verse tie in a little bit more a little bit.
0: Right. So uh, maybe let's listen to it. it. Let's
1: listen to it and see if we can tell.
0: Okay. Um, Do you want to give me a watch together? you want me to play this Oh, yeah, I'm so sorry. Here's a movie like in the
2: meantime. Yes. A face coming down the street. Definitely a face.
0: Yep, he says a face. So the lyrics in the booklet are just different. So at the time of uh, writing out those lyrics and the time that they had uh, recorded it. Yeah. Something or changed. intention right. versus uh,
1: execution.
0: Uh, right, right, right.
1: OK, strike one against the lyric uh,
0: sheet. Which, ha- which has happened before, it's it's not unheard of with, It's true, with this band. there are
1: other things that I like I think I like it more My face coming down in streaks But it might be um, Awkward to start a song that way
0: Are we sure he didn't say my face? Oh,
1: like My apost- <laughs> face coming yeah. <laughs> No let, way. let me listen
0: real quick here
2: face I
0: don't know, it could be <laughs> my face <laughs> <laughs> Alright, my face, face Yeah, you're right, a face Alright, okay <laughs> So a face coming down in streaks. I think we can agree that that's probably crying. Then, yes, right. Okay, so somebody in it in the lyrics book. It's this person, the the reader or the um, the protagonist here is crying um, all alone with your things. The apartment still ringing. What a what a cool way to say. In my in my mind, I'm thinking they they just he's still alone in the apartment. She left after a very heated argument. Yes, right, man. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking with this, is it's very intense. It's uh, There's probably a lot of energy in the air. Um, the apartment's still ringing. Clean up and make my start. And I think these last three lines kind of go together, in my in my opinion. Clean up and make my start. Not the way I hoped. Welcome to New York. So I'm thinking this guy is now, the argument maybe ended in, it wasn't a very amicable ending, and he's he's just going to clean up and maybe what make my start is this is his decision to move on um, or maybe they both agreed that this wasn't the best, most, uh, uh, the the healthiest relationship for them. Um, so we'll get to this a couple of, of uh, lines later, but not the way that I hoped. Welcome to New York. Already we're seeing that maybe this person came to New York for this person or they had already lived in New York and, New York just never turned out to be what they um what what they thought it was going yeah. to be. So. And
1: and so you're getting what I'm getting from the so, so what's also interesting right. is in the lyric lyric sheet it's well, welcome to New York. Well, comma, welcome to New York. Um, which is not, I don't think, in the song. We can listen to that part, but I'm very sure uh-huh. he doesn't say well, welcome to New York. That would be too awkward, I think. But again, I think it reads Kind of cool and sells the sarcasm is what I meant to say. You're reading into you a go. sarcastic tone, right? In that final line,
0: exactly. Welcome to New York. Yep. <laughs> That's sort of putting up your shoulders and well, yeah. here we go. And it's interesting. Uh,
1: we sort of it makes me go back to Little Thing a little bit, which in the lyric sheet or is right next to this song. And we sort of talked about the street outside of an empty Optus window and all that stuff. And there's a cab ride. Is this a very New York record?
0: Yes. Well, isn't that I don't know where
1: um, coffee and oh, cigarettes is about driving across the country and car commercials. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, action needs an audience is not very I'm trying to hit like the songs we've done.
0: Right. Well, you, and you also have to understand that um, Cindy Sherman and who else is it that I'm missing here? Oh, the, um, are
1: these are the photographers.
0: Yeah, they both. I think they both took all of their photos out in New York, oh. so a lot of these pictures are going to be very tall buildings, uh, very urban. So it makes sense that the that the the songs that Jim wrote fall. It's Hannah Starkey and Cindy Sherman. Yeah. That's what, who it is, right? Huh. Um, and even though they're what they're they're each their own closed narrative, they could absolutely be about you know this was a set of photos that Cindy Sherman took down the street from where she lived. Which if you look at her photos, there's a lot of big buildings behind her. Yeah. We still gotta get uh, the
1: book it, that this uh that this record yeah. is written from.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: yeah, so interesting. Now it makes me almost think like, should this song have although I love a heart is hard to find as an opening track. I love the idea of the album. This song builds so much. Um I love the yeah. idea of an album opening nice and quiet and building up to a part, especially when he says, welcome to New York. And then it's like, oh shit, this is the New York record. This is not at all how <laughs> they planned for it to be. But now I'm making this narrative in my head. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> Which could, yeah, it could be what they were going for here. It was, um, you know, they, they, could be isolated pieces, but you could totally make a, a, a sequence of events here. Yeah. With some of these tracks.
1: Okay. So we made it through the first verse. And I do think your your interpretation is that a girl has left the apartment and the guy is uh, going to clean up, make his start somewhere else away from this girl's apartment where her things are. Correct. And you did say, we'll look into some things a couple lines later. Is it about verse two? Uh,
0: yes. Yeah. And I meant, yeah, about verse two. Do you
1: think then that verse one and verse two are two different points of views or if the lyrics intention was supposed to be my face coming down in streaks, that makes me think mascara. Is this written from the point of view of a girl?
0: It could absolutely be. I didn't put that. Um, I didn't, I didn't think about that. I it's see. normally because of I, some they, lines
1: in the second verse.
0: Right. And I don't know why it, what, you know, you just kind of choose something mentally from one person from from one gender's perspective. Right. And, you know, I try to be sort of ambiguous of that with, when we go through these but this one my my mind just went to a guy that's still i don't know why she would leave um because it doesn't really make it obvious there it does in verse two but not in verse one right it, that could be either and down in streaks makes way more sense with mascara
1: right oh but a face coming down in streaks like oh this girl is crying you know what i mean right
0: my face definitely changes that perspective there
1: yeah hmm anyway let's hit the chorus
0: Okay, so nothing movie-like, which is uh, not how I felt, man. New York fulfilled every, and I've mentioned this before, man. New York fulfilled every movie trope (laughs) about New York (laughs) that I had in my mind that I knew of, with you know this the steaming, uh, the steam coming up from sewer pipes from the sewer. Oh, the lights, the late night life, walking. From block to block, and just the pizza, all this stuff. I
1: absolutely love that city. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I imagine that's in this. In this, uh, this is what Jim has in his mind: is that the the photo that he's looking at evokes real emotion, something that you wouldn't expect to see in such a big city like that, where films are made, and and you know, it's it's the setting of all these big, huge, you know, people coming in to Ellis Island, all these an early time in our country's history and all of this. And then you see this realistic thing of maybe this is a photo of two people breaking up. Right. And this could happen anywhere. So yeah, nothing movie like, um, and nothing magic people just tire. And this is where I think, um, I I always thought it said people just tired to fight the constant battle. Um, but it's nothing movie like, and nothing magic people just tire to fight the constant battle. And I'm thinking of a battle within maybe it's, Not necessarily the battle that just happened in this apartment, but more of a battle within. It's somebody that maybe it's two people that are trying to be someone they're not, and they're trying to keep it together. And they just have to. They just got came to a realization that look, we're trying to be two people that we're not. Let's just split. So that's what I'm seeing with the chorus, with what they're saying there, and uh, the last couple lines of the chorus. Waiting to see a sign. Then you've seen the best already. So if you've gotten to the point where you're looking for some kind of hope, then you've already lost. You have. uh, You're only. You've already passed the best. The best that there was. The
1: fact that you're waiting to see something else. uh, Me, you're. uh, Yeah. Take a step out. Everyone's lost the theater dude. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Interesting. So
0: great analogy. uh,
1: Another way that I'm wondering cuz reading it out is different than hearing him sing it, right? Is is the, the city of New York. And I guess you touched on this, nothing movie like and nothing magic. Um which also the lyric book doesn't have the word and in there. So it just says nothing movie like nothing magic. Um so I wonder if these are the demo lyrics, you know what I mean? Um
0: sure would love to find a demo. Right?
1: Uh, so um people just tired to fight the constant battle. Um makes me think of you know those like uh shots there what is it like mike uh the michael j fox movie where he's like a child actor turned
0: agent have you seen this movie um if it's michael j fox what mid 80s yeah. i may have seen it a long time yeah. ago
1: uh, well think of it like any think of a movie that takes place in new york and there's always that long lens shot of a sidewalk with a billion people walking up and down it um oh, i think yeah. of that when i think of that line um And the constant battle could just be like the difference of you and me taking a vacation to New York and actually moving and living there with a significant other who you've just had a fight with. The city kind of takes on a different uh, shade, right? So no longer is the city movie like or magic. And all of these people walking up and down the sidewalk in a long run shot um, uh, are just, what am I thinking? Is it uh, the rat race? You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, they're just uh, they're just grinding to get by, right? And then um, if you're grinding to get by and hoping that uh, that something better is coming around the corner, waiting to see a sign, uh, then uh, it ain't coming, you
0: know? <laughs> yeah, I think that that's a good that line is a good preface for waiting to see a sign. It it preps that line up, right? When you think of it that way, um, they're just uh, people just tired to fight does not make sense. Even though that's what my my mind that's what I always um, thought it was too deciphered. Yeah. But people just tired to fight is sort of a somebody saying this, explaining to somebody this is this is like a a, a cautionary. Um, not really a tale, but it's just somebody saying that, dude, you're going to you're stuck in the rat race. You're, yeah. you're going to constantly be going the the grind of, of working nine to five, um, doing that whole Ameri- that's the stereotype of the that American in you know, the American dream and all this yeah. is just
1: it's interesting. Verse one, if we take. Yeah, no, it even says not the way I hoped for. So verse one and two are first person and the chorus seems omniscient. So it's almost like we're, yeah. if, if you think of like, uh, I'm, I'm listening to Real Friends, Fake Doctors, or Fake Doctors, Real Friends, the Zach Raff, Donald Faison Scrubs rewatch podcast. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, they talk about this one episode that Zach directed, and, uh, they got this huge jib arm to go in and out of the hospital windows as scenes were playing out. So, like, verse one, you're, you're in the window of this apartment, and then, uh, when the, uh, when the chorus hits, the jib arm like uh, dollies out, comes out and a shows little bit. The wall. You see a little yeah. bit of the city and a ton of windows. And then by verse two, you're zooming back into the either the same window or even another window, and getting the point of view of this second person, which we can go into now.
0: Right, which which comes on and with the train comes at one fifteen, which to me, in my opinion, there's always a line or a couple of lines or maybe even an entire verse that seems to represent the photo best and I yeah. and, and again we can't we can't know but the spe- the specificity of the train comes at 115 maybe there is in this photo some kind of clock or they are this person is crying at a uh yeah at, at a subway stop underneath you know sitting there at a bench the train comes at 115. Uh, he said, "Maybe I'll leave, give you time, let you think." So she's left this apartment at this point, right? Um, she maybe wants to let things cool off for a bit. Uh, even though she heard him say, "Maybe I'll leave, give you time, let you think," what I feel like she knows is going to happen is they're just gonna. This is this is them doing fighting this constant battle. They're just going to inevitably end this relationship, yeah. you know. Um, and that's what these last three lines. Uh, what I wrote down for this specific line is don't know just what he wants. Now we're from her perspective, but no, it's absolutely the, the entire verse two could certainly be from her perspective. Right. Uh, don't know just what he wants because uh, I'm all that I've got, but this time I'm on it. Right. Maybe she's realized that she needs to just uh, invest in herself for a bit um, and be away from him and maybe be away from New York. And that's what she's the train is coming. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if if. Subway would work or the the uh, the L would work well there. Right. I feel Lyrically. like this is
1: like Grand Central.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, the train could certainly be taking them away.
1: Yeah, I should have pulled up. So, I, of course, I went to Metrolink um, train schedule and I was looking for a train that leaves at 115. I found one that leaves at 114 <laughs> p.m., um, but I'm still scrubbing. But I actually should have looked at uh, whatever they call the train in uh, in New York. I think what they just say
0: the metro. If you look at the metro, they have a metro Let's list. Because uh,
1: um, I don't want subways. I want something that's going to go on through Grand Central, like a big train, like a train that goes up to the Poconos or something.
0: Right, and it's got like a steam engine yeah. or something. That the <laughs> what the hell is this thing coming from? <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the right, Poconos. so I'll keep looking for that while we while we go. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the verse the verse ends with. Um, With this uh, person here, the let's say the female is just realizing that, uh, you know, at this time I'm on it, I'm taking this train, I'm making the move. Uh, Even though they were probably trying to make it sound like things could work out. They both understood that uh, the realistic view of this is that um, their relationship is just, they should just move on.
1: Yeah. Um, Now there's a couple notes that are here. Um, Hit me. One is that, so in, it's just punctuation uh, for this first bit. After he said in the lyric sheet, it's a colon, not a comma, which is just a stylistic choice. Um, but instead of "give you time, let you think" with a comma, in the lyric sheet, it's "give you time" with an ellipsis, "let you think," which I kind of think is like cooler stylistically. Um, yeah, but I don't know what MLA says. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah, and I always wrestle with: Do you capitalize the 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 first letter of the word after the colon, you know, I've, I've gone a couple of times capitalizing it, and uh, I need to get out my MLA book from junior in high. In terms <laughs> of,
1: like, if it's uh,
0: he said colon, open quote? Um, well, let's, like, let's say in this case, give you time, colon, let you think. Would you capitalize L oh, in let? Uh colon
1: after uh, give you time would not be correct. In the lyric sheet, I think maybe, maybe uh, I misspoke. After he said... It's colon instead of a comma. Oh, I'm sorry. And then open quote. It could have been me. Uh, So he said, colon, maybe I'll leave. And now let's see. I think it's just a separate line. I don't think there's anything between leave and. Okay, so no, here's here's how it is written in the book. He said, colon, open quote, maybe I'll leave, period, capital, give you time, ellipsis, let you think, lowercase l. um. Oh, okay. Which I think is like a cooler, it seems more conversational. Um, yeah. When it's written out that way. Uh, and again, you'll never hear him sing it differently because of that. Um, right. And then don't know just what he wants. Now what's interesting, and I want to hear a demo of this, if it exists, there's only one last line and it's, I'm all that I've got, not cause just I'm all that I've got. And, but this time I'm on it is not even part of it in the oh. lyric
0: sheet. So that's curious don't know just don't know just i'm trying to think of how it sounds don't know just what he wants because i'm all that i've got but this time i'm on it so don't know just so
1: yeah in a lyric sheet it does say don't know just what he wants but because i'm the word cuz is not there uh don't know what he wants i'm all i've got like yeah i don't know how he would have sung it in a demo One, two, three, four, five, six. Maybe I'll leave your time, but you think don't know just what he wants. All that I've got. Maybe he said, well, welcome to New York again. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But yeah, but this time I'm on it is not in the lyric sheet. Okay. And I'm on it, I assume, the train. Like, the train comes at
0: 115. Ooh, you know what? I thought this was actually... Um, like I'm on the ball. I'm, I did too. I'm, I've got my, until I sort my, of like zoomed together. out and was
1: looking at the verse as a whole. Right. You open the, the, the line, the open, the verse with the train comes at one fifteen, 15. And then like what? Ooh, he, yeah. You never refer to the train again. Like why mention it? Yeah. Um, he said, maybe I'll leave, give you time. Let you think, don't know just what he wants. Cause I'm all that I've got, but this time I'm on it. So, going back to verse one, mm. clean up and make my start. Not the way I hope for. So she's getting the fuck out of this town. The most yep. pop punk thing you can do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. This song is well-written, dude.
0: Yeah, it is. I like the
1: story. Fuck. Do I like this record?
0: Dude, you do. <laughs> there's a lot, you know, there's so many people that, you know, going through the community stuff, reading that this, this album doesn't get its, its due respect and all this. It's, I wish I mean, a lot guess, of people know that it's uh, it's a dark horse, man,
1: <laughs> which is a great Katy Perry song. <laughs> um, uh, I think I took umbrage, which is a word I don't use often. Um, but I heard today on Dax Shepherd's podcast, um, I took umbrage <laughs> with Jim writing music and songs not from his own perspective. Um, but as I've grown older, I've found that lots of people are just songwriters. They're just storytellers. And like, maybe that was what he was going for. And I, and maybe it was just bad branding. You know what I mean? It's the defund the police of albums, (laughs) (laughs) which is like
0: a great idea with a, a a bad slogan. (laughs) It's just at the time in, you know, 10 years ago, I don't think it, it, it was one of those where when people heard it labeled that way, yeah, it threw them off, but they didn't give it the, the chance that it should have been given at that moment. But, you know, now people five, 10 now, years later, are starting to appreciate it when you go through this song by song and you see that this was an exercise in in not just a song, but this was an entire album exercise in assembling, you know, based on, on photos. And there's a lot of these songs that we're finding are really well written. Once you get down, you break them down lyrically yeah. and you can see... You know, what Jim did with these, I don't know how much time he spent. I know that he spent, what, 10, 15 minutes looking at the photo. And I don't know how long it takes to write songs. Yeah. Uh, you know, each of these could have been different. Some could have been over the course of a week or two. Some could have been a course of an hour. Well,
1: and as we've come to learn lately adults they'll sit on an idea for years and years and years. So maybe they had a song that they couldn't figure out. And then they were like, oh, maybe I could take that song and apply some of these feelings I uh, or emotions I get from this photo to
0: that. Right. like wasn't I guess that the case that's with what they stop.
1: Oh, maybe. Did we we haven't done stop yet, but actually needs an audience no, with one of those songs they said was around for a while. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah. Um
1: so yeah. And now what's interesting is the bridge is not written at all in the lyric sheet.
0: And you know, I didn't even know it existed. Until I started hearing covers of this and then Jim singing it acoustically. I had no idea this is what
1: Let's take a listen to it because I'm it. looking at the lyrics and I listened to the song a ton today. And I don't know what the, right. the you know, I'm gone part. I can hear yeah. but that's a
0: yeah. And that's, and that's all I heard, too. You have to be, listen very carefully. I'm hoping you can hear this through the uh, the VoIP. Here we go.
1: Ooh, yeah, so good. I'm jump it's back interesting. In. Yeah, I just I, I counted, always hear the guitar solo. I don't really notice those those background vocals. Yeah,
0: I I counted ten this time. Believe it. So there's eight that do across. Um, I guess it's, it's it would be four bars or whatever it is. You know, he goes this time believe it. This time believe it for eight. Mm-hmm. Then there's a a break where I thought they were gonna start singing. Believe me. And then he does two more. This time, believe it's when Courtney Marie Andrews comes in. I don't hear "believe me" on its own at all. I don't even hear "this time you'd better believe it." Yeah, no, I don't hear it.
1: Now uh, you said that you heard you heard people singing it in the covers, and when he does it acoustic, so I'm interested to hear that part.
0: And there was a cover that I listened to that was a couple years before, and you know, I, you might know when he did it acoustically last, where he would, did it as Jim Adkins um but there was a cover from three years before this most recent you know in in may Uh of this year when he did his little acoustic thing where he did it the guy that covered it did it the same way and you know it had to jim had to have done it performed it that way interesting yeah earlier but i didn't look at when it was performed by jim adkins acoustically or or i don't know we'll listen to it i think they i can't remember when i listened to the private gig show did they sing it this time I believe it. This time you'd better believe it. We'll, we'll listen to that again when we get there. But yeah, that bridge was totally new for me, reading out those lyrics, which is this time I believe it.
1: Oh, interesting. So yeah, the one time that it's credited to Jim covering a Jimmy Eat World song is that March 20th, 2020 performance. They just didn't attribute it on setlist.fm to Jim doing it.
0: So then we just have to watch them playing it live without a radio
1: show or something like a K-Rock.
0: Well, that was that was one of my uh, suspicions on that video that you had commented on was Mm, I see something that could have been like that. I see. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Okay. So we've got the bridge before that. The chorus comes on again. And then we've got then he reiterates three times, not just the once, but now three times. Then you've seen the best already. And then it goes into that long, um, that long, hard to hard to hear bridge of him saying, This time, believe it. Believe me, this time you'd better believe it. And then both of them singing, Whoa, which is way more prominent than what's being sung underneath, which is I believe Jim saying again, like maybe even an eleventh and twelfth time is this time, believe it. Right. And then the end of the bridge, you know I'm gone. And I don't know if that's You know, going back to verse one, clean up and make my start. If that's the guy leaving and moving on to his own, or if it's, you know, I'm gone. If that's her, I got on the, I got on the train, the train left. Right. We're hitting, we're hitting the Poconos, right?
1: That's right. (laughs) Oh yeah. I got, I'm supposed to be looking at train schedules. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's too many trains. Uh Uh-huh. And after the bridge, it's the chorus uh, once again. And then the outro is just a repetition. Uh, after the chorus saying, then you've seen the best already is three more times. Then you've seen the best already. And at the outro, that's when, you know, you were talking about the beginning, the beat kind of gives you this kind of cheery, um, clappy kind of vibe. But at the end, the outro, they've got that nice, uh, the couch tambo comes in there and then they got the claps. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Zach yeah, These train times are
1: impossible to read. This isn't happening. <laughs>
0: Train times are always odd. Yeah. Uh, Aren't okay. they? They're, they're not. I'm going to give that you this not, uh, one. The
1: Woodside. Let's see. Uh, it's the station before Penn Station. Where did it go? Oh, my God. It's so, the, the print, it's so fine.
0: Are you looking at, like, a digitized version of uh, yeah. like a pamphlet they would mm-hmm, hand
1: out? Exactly. Monday through Friday, beginning July 13th, 2020, westbound to New York, Brooklyn, and Jamaica, Queens on weekdays. So between Penn Station and Long Beach, the Woodside train leaves at one fifteen. <laughs> so, you know, do with that what you will.
0: Okay, the the Woodside train, huh? Yeah,
1: I'm gonna say that that I found one. <laughs> okay,
0: <laughs> great detective work, David. Thanks, man.
1: <laughs> um. Oh, I did want to mention too. Uh. We sort of heard the beginning. We go back to the we will rock you drums after the uh, when you know I'm gone. And then there's a great suck back sound effect uh, that brings us back into the chorus, which is like a trick I use in like every promo I edit. Like has like we have a whole thing. It's called Twenty Three Greatest Hits, and it's just a sound effect of like hits and suckbacks and cymbal swells. And we have like ones that we always use all the time. And I always I just put a marker on like the peak of the thing, and then I just jump to the marker and I listen like oh this one has chimes out of it or this one has like is is like a has a boom in it. And then I'll I'll just cut it in and then I'll trim it back so it has the beginning suckback part. But anyway, I love suckbacks. They're great. <laughs>
0: That's what, yeah, that's what we call them at work. Is that I don't the know the technical
1: term. Yeah. Um,
0: well, I was going to say, how do you search for stuff like that? Because let's say I'm in, uh, you know, I, I'm at CSUN doing my final project. I mean, thank goodness that Google, Google can kind of decipher what you st- uh, you, you start know, with a general term. Garbage comes out of your wooshes.
1: mouth. Whooshes. Wooshes is the gen- general term. And usually, if you find a good whoosh pack, it has uh, good symbol swells. And, uh, and then a lot of time, I'll just take a symbol sound effect and I'll reverse it. And then I'll make my own suck back. So,
0: ooh man, yeah, yeah. See, and I was kind of creative with that. I had a video that I made uh, at season called the shack, and I had throughout the in- the last minute and a half was I want to say it was something like a single C note, like C one or C two. Uh-huh. So it was a low C note that I just smash and let it ring <laughs> nice. out for a minute, and then I reversed that. Ooh. So at the end of this film, it went whoa. <laughs> yeah, oh,
1: that's tight. <laughs> Uh, the, this isn't quite the same, um, but I was cutting. Yeah, a, this is much faster. Uh, oh no, no, no uh, I was going to give an anecdote of me, oh, okay. uh, recording myself playing a chord. Um, I was cutting a cocoa promo and I did not have a clean sting for the end of a, of a thing. Cause I wanted the f- song to end at this one part and that's not where the song ends. The song ends somewhere else on a different note. And so I tried tuning the note down from or up or some, you know, I tried to retune it in Avid. and It just didn't sound good. So I straight up recorded myself playing the note and I put it in there. So somewhere in some Coco promo, I don't even remember which one <laughs> I think I'm sure it has to do with the Marigold Bridge or something. Um, the song ends on like a G or something. And that's actually me playing the G with the rest of the song being normal. So, man. <laughs> yeah. And then, oh, Did I do j- think I... Jerry rigging this thing. I think I played bass. One of our editors is so good. He'll, like, completely recompose music. Uh, one of our editors will make ethereal, like, he has the software that will, like, super slow down songs, and it adds all this reverb to it, and it just sounds like it's the essence of the song, but it's just, like, um, ambient noise. Uh, it sounds really cool. <laughs> so he'll do that for, like, like cool dreamy like things where he wants something to exist in the same key and tone and feel, but just be so stretched out. It's like, it's like at like 2% speed, the song. Jeez. Yeah, it, you can't even recognize it other than it sounds like it's in the right key. Um, And somehow it does it where it like, just like we were talking about the Jimmy world thing is filling in the pixels. It's filling in the notes with like reverb and everything. So it doesn't sound like digitally and like, Like when a snare hits, it doesn't go, you
3: know, (laughs) Um, uh,
1: which works in its own way. That's also a tool. Um, But yeah, this sounds anyway. The other guy, uh, he'll completely like add timpanies and all this stuff to like score and like completely recompose stuff. And I remember he was doing something for Lady and the Tramp live action. And he was like, hey, can you play bass on this? So like I literally like laid down a (laughs) bass track. For him to rescore this promo for Lady and the Tramp. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> Look
0: at you guys, man.
1: Yeah, and, and we're all musicians. Oh, so Charlie's the one. Yeah, Charlie, the guy that does our intro music, he does the really yeah. slow, uh, ethereal. Maybe we'll do a slow, ethereal Jimmy Eat Pod uh, sting. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. And then uh, Nathan's the other guy. And we're all musicians, so we're all geeking out about stuff all the time. So <laughs> anyway, so there it is. <laughs> um, suckbacks, right? <laughs>
0: Yeah, oh yeah, it started with suckbacks. Uh <laughs> the te- the technical term. <laughs> uh
1: so yeah, that uh, I I think we got through all the lyrics, right? Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I I would just say that the song to me is two people that are falling apart. They they realize the inevitability of the uh, or, or the inevitable uh end that they'll both realize and yeah. that uh that both of them or maybe one of them thought that New York was going to be this grand place yeah. and it was uh, quite the opposite.
1: Now, I don't know for sure. But the harmonies with the Oz um sound so full and it's at least three parts. And I'm wondering if yeah. Tom is one of those parts. Because there's there's like so. a meandering, like middling note that like I feel like I can pick out Jim. Obviously I can pick out Courtney. Um but uh
0: I feel like Well, there's a certain there's a certain delivery that or yeah, I don't know if it's tone like a vocal or Like of, yeah yeah like a <laughs> yeah it's like a round vest. <laughs> yeah jim doesn't necessarily have that he has kind of more of a when you hear him singing higher in his higher register he he gets a lot more of this yeah but it's it's more of like a nasally higher pitch that that uh, tom just doesn't get so i would hope that that's tom in there and then there's courtney marie andrews on the very top so where that, do we know courtney
1: in. marie andrews from what did i say backing vocals um, she does vo- backline vocals she's all just over a backing vocals so she's she was from, like 17 she's from, yeah. right
0: yeah, um, she is from Arizona, right? So partially why they picked her up. She was a you know an up and coming artist, uh, and then Rachel Hayden does show up in Stop, but Stop was originally written for um, Chase This Light that never showed up on that album. So they brought her back or had her recorded oh. for Stop. When we get to that, we'll we'll investigate. I was that. wondering why. Of this- I mean,
1: you uh, uh, have female lyricists and vocalists all over your record, please. Um, but it did yeah. seem weird that Courtney was on like hard hard to find movie like coffee and cigarettes cut and invented. And then Rachel Hayden mm-hmm. was on stop, not Courtney. She can't sing on that. One. Right. So that's interesting. I didn't find right.
0: that. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she's still, yeah, she's from Phoenix, Arizona uh, and she did her first album in 2016. So yeah, she was, uh, she was just making a name for herself with, yeah man how cool is that she was like jimmy World. Yeah, she was touring with the band
1: no i remember she it was yeah. like she was not 21 so maybe she was 20 when she was touring with the band but like um on this record but yeah i remember i saw her at a bunch of dates and i was like who's this <laughs> and yeah. i think because i was used to seeing rachel so i was like who's this girl
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. um,
0: totally different look you know longer yeah. more i don't know how, how you would describe the hair i you know i'm not a I don't get my hair done like that, but (laughs) you know, it looks definitely more, uh, folky. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I think
1: she has compared to Rachel Hayden's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and okay. Uh, I have a little thing, two things, and maybe we could talk about if we've seen them or not. How about that? I've got, I searched the band's Twitter. One of my search things is I searched their Twitter for anything they've ever said about the song. They were really on board with twit.fm for when that was a thing. (laughs) <laughs> um uh I never could figure it out so I never paid attention to it but I it, somehow you were listening to music on Twitter I don't know. Um so outside of that I did find movies that the band has commented on. And then I was like, oh this is that many. So then I just found movies that Zach had commented on and there were lots. So, let's go through <laughs> the movies that Jimmy World has commented on. Uh let's go all the way back to 2008. Got Lee and To the Limit. Going to have bad movie smackdown on one of these long drives. Oh man, I've never seen Gili or To the Limit. Have you? I have not. Okay. Which one? That is was Gigli? was that a Kevin Matt Smith ben. movie?
0: I uh, I want to say it was uh, Ben Affleck. If it's got Ben Affleck in it, I think they were um they were pretty uh close, right? Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was it was him and uh, Jennifer Lopez. Wow, two and a half out of ten on imdb wow my goodness Uh
1: no, that is not a kevin smith joint that's just a martin Br- no. oh so this is when they were Benifer, and it was like i think the oh, whole thing was like oof. they were like a power couple and now they're doing a movie together uh i think i have to see this movie
0: uh, i you know good luck <laughs> watch the trailer it's two and a half minutes and then and then after that it's got
1: chris walken <laughs> in it wow
0: wow of
1: powers um so uh, uh, here's what they say uh, on J- uh, July 3rd, 2008. Same day. So I wonder which one came in first. So this must be pawn shopping for bad movie DVDs in Kitchener. Is Kitchener a place? Let's see.
0: Yeah, Kitchener is a place. Really? Yes. I've never heard of it.
1: Kitchener, on yeah, Ontario. In, uh, Canada. Okay. So they were in Canada, July 3rd, 2008, looking for bad movie DVDs. Left with Gigli and To The Limit. That's tight. I like that. <laughs> okay 2011 watching Zombieland land on the bus great movie bill murray for the win um i like zombie land and i thought bill murray was great in it i think that was like one of the last good things i liked him in
0: yeah that was the last the last thing i saw him in
1: uh, did you watch a very bill murray christmas or whatever the netflix tried to do i found it unwashable. i did not no um, i liked him in the ghostbusters movie um i'm excited <laughs> to see him in the new ghostbusters movie um so yeah uh 2009 Finally saw the Hangover. Best movie of the year so far. Hashtag there is a tiger in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> that really was like a like a uh genre defining moment, that movie. Why did it work Absolutely. so well?
0: And and Hangover Two it was one of those and that was 2011. It to me it it did a pretty good job of being a sequel, in my opinion. I don't
1: remember what happens in Hangover Two or Three, independent of each other?
0: Mm, well, I do re- recall that uh, Justin Bartha, the the main guy, is is comp- like ninety five percent of the movie is absent. That wait, he's absent from ninety
1: five percent of the first movie.
0: Um, but but they didn't have any parts.
1: Uh, yeah, well, you know what I like Justin Bartha in. They didn't have National Treasure. Although, oh yeah, I, I don't know if it's that. a hot take to like that movie or not, but that movie's great. <laughs>
0: Um so I had have a at my previous employer had a coworker um who looks just like Ed Helms and this won't give anything away but he was he was wearing um for those that haven't like, seen the like, hangover like, like, like- <laughs> yeah he was he was wearing uh like bedtime attire and like full on the the full on pants and and shirt uh uh-huh. get up right and was getting out of his bed in the morning, and I guess his pants got caught on oh the bedpost. Oh my god! Fell out, slammed his head on oh his uh, yeah on his dresser, chipped his tooth just like Ed Helms <laughs> in the film. It was s- crazy. That's insane. <laughs> he sent me a picture of it. Yeah, the same kind of angled chip, right? Or did his whole his tooth whole tooth, come tooth out? came out? And I can't okay. remember. It was a that, deep. Yeah.
1: Did Ed Helms actually not have a tooth or
0: something? I don't know. Uh, I want to say that it was it. I don't know if it if it came out accidentally. It was a prosthetic, though, right?
1: I don't know. I don't know.
0: Who um, can? Know? Or uh, yeah. Well,
1: <laughs> let's look it up. Ed Helms' tooth. This is good uh, episode. The front yeah. tooth in question never developed, and he, he had out his own a dental <laughs> implant to replace it. He had the implant crown removed for the Hangover movie, and then replaced it after filming. There you go. Look at that. So
0: it was an implant. Yeah. Oh boy. So then. Teeth. We
1: get oh interesting. So I don't know what how this is sorted. Um, so we're gonna jump to January two thousand nineteen. Watching Battleship in the bus after the show. It's so good. What the fuck, guys? How could no one told us this movie's so rad? So there it is. Battleship. Never seen it.
0: Twenty twelve Battleship. Oh yeah, that's the the take on the uh I think the Rihanna's classic. in
1: it. I think that was like the big thing about it.
0: She is Petty Officer Cora Wepps rakes. Whoa. Wow. Who
1: directed that? That sounds like a um like a uh, Roland Peter Emmerich. Berg. Oh, okay. I don't know who that is. Um, it sounds like a Roland Emmerich type movie. Um, and then finally, August first, twenty eighteen. If our song the middle was a movie, it would be eighth grade. Kayla is our spirit animal. Congrats to Bo Burnham on a fastle, uh, uh on a fantastic film. Eighth grade. Never seen it. These guys are well, Cinephiles. I'll tell you what,
0: it's got uh yeah, it's got ninety-nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes and seven and a half out of ten on IMDB. Oh. Wow. Huh. Look at that. There's so many films out there that uh I'll probably never see. I could tell you that I want to see it, but am I really gonna go to the the lengths of <laughs> finding it? You know what I mean? Totally. Oh man. Uh, okay. Wow, so you're right. Yeah, Cinephiles, they love their movies. Yeah.
1: Now, I, I I feel like Zach had many, many more, so maybe I'll just skim his. Um Mm, yep i'll i'll read the the top one two three four five six that i've got here this is from june 28th of this year the eurovision movie rules i have not seen it i think it's a netflix movie with um will ferrell and is it rachel mcadams mm-hmm. um haven't seen it have you
0: euro nope uh it did come up recently a week or two ago um
1: <sighs> i've heard very mixed things but zach says really it rules
0: Okay, well, is Zach says so. <laughs> uh,
1: August 2019, he says, Peanut Butter Falcon, best buddy movie of the year. Maybe decade. I fucking loved it. I heard great things about that movie. Still haven't seen it. Which movie? Peanut Butter Falcon. Hmm. I think, is that? No, it's not. Let's see who.
0: Uh... That's Shia LaBeouf. I
1: thought it was a Shia LaBeouf joint. Yeah. Interesting. Because he did another one recently that everybody was saying was good. I ate dinner next to Shia LaBeouf once, which was fine. I don't, I didn't really care. The most annoying part was it was one of my favorite barbecue restaurants, and he came in, sat, ordered, and ate before I ever got my food. <laughs> I was so annoyed, <laughs> and not, it, that's not his fault. The restaurant prioritized him, but it was not yeah. a very busy evening. So,
0: wow, actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. <laughs> um, but Wow Yes
0: No I was going to say I saw um, uh, Go ahead Go ahead Whatever you were going to say Oh I was just going to so go, go to Peanut butter Falcon. Week. Okay
1: um, This is July 11th Of this year Both Greyhound And The Outpost Are outstanding If you're looking for Instant classic war movies Now isn't the Outpost Or no I'm thinking of The Post So Greyhound is the new Tom Hanks Apple TV film Which I really want to see But I need to sit down And watch it Because I want to watch it On my 4K HDR TV, so I feel like I'm in
0: the movie theater, <laughs> right? <laughs> um,
1: I don't know the Outpost. What's that?
0: The Outpost, uh, directed by Rob Lurie. Oh, Rod Lurie. Uh, it's got Orlando Bloom in it.
1: Oh, I have history with Lo- Rod Lurie. Okay. Um. So, uh, Rod Lurie used to be a radio host here on uh KABC, and he would host a Monday night movie night in Burbank, and I think it was free or something anyway my dad would go every monday he would drive from our house in westchester all the way to burbank which was like might as well been on the other side of the world for me and on very special like movies that i really wanted to see or something and rod always had a very special guest so my dad saw sling blade and billy bob thornton was there and we went and saw Grease, Mm. and Kanicki and cha-cha were there and we saw titanic and i met uh the guy um the fucking guy James Leonardo Cameron Caprio? no James Cameron
0: oh James Um,
1: it was such a cool thing that Rod would do and then he had he always wanted to make movies and then he finally made a short film called Deterrence with Kevin Pollack playing the president and I want to say Gina Davis was in it anyway I remember getting to see that and like it was cool because like I kind of felt like I knew Rod like I would see him we would interact he would know my name and all this stuff and then like he's like taken off and has this film career it's so cool Um, so yeah, I got to see the outpost. I remember he was kind of lamenting South by Southwest. I think was where the outpost was supposed to premiere. And, um, and I felt bad because he didn't get to premiere his film this year.
0: Um, Bummer.
1: Here's one PSA. Die hard is not a Christmas movie. The only reason Christmas is involved (laughs) is for a plot (laughs) device to get the company and staff and family members in the same building at the same time. Movie came out in July. Case closed. You're welcome. Um, so yeah, I uh
0: I do remember reading that tweet.
1: <laughs> I don't know <laughs> that's that actual tweet. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever seen Die Hard in full, to be honest.
0: It's always just been on TV and you... I always
1: just catch it. Like I it's I feel like I'm gonna watch it in one of those times. Uh it's gonna be one of those movies where it's like, Oh, that's where that's from. Oh, that's where that's from. Like I feel like you know, it's it's one of those things that gets referenced all the time. Um, but uh yeah, not a franchise I'm I'm very familiar with. Um So last couple. So many good movies, but thought Dunkirk should have won some shit. So this is uh, Oscar reactions from Zach in March of 2018. Did not see Dunkirk. It was like one of those things. Wes was like two and a half. And I, you know, I don't get out to theaters. And I kind of wanted to make sure I saw a Chris Nolan film in the theater, especially that one. And I just never got around to it. I never got to see well, Dunkirk.
0: Dunkirk, Dunkirk shows up. Right, and I and I'm, I, yeah, I'm the same way. I, I just don't get around to these films. And then a year later, 1917 shows up, and I'm like, now I'm two war movies behind, mm-hmm. and I haven't even seen 1917 yet. I did finally see 1917. It was okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Seeing and...
1: <laughs> it, was fine. I wasn't impre- Like everybody was like, so it's, it's like one take, and I was like, yeah. So it was Gravity, and so it was like a, every other like Birdman, and so it was like,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: everyone's doing it. I get it. Um, all right, here's the last one. March 2018. Just saw Loveless. Damn. Total gut punch of a movie. Brutal and extremely well done. I don't know, Loveless. I don't think I saw a single one of these goddamn movies <laughs> in my little like uh movie like game. Cinephiles, man.
0: Yeah, I just don't have that much time on my hands. No way. Can't do it. Can't justify it. Unless I want to stay up until 2 a.m. Right. You know, and then I gotta get up at seven o'clock. Yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me.
1: All right, let's get to some videos.
0: Okay. Let's see. Uh, did you want to go through videos or talk about what they had um, in the community? I could do community.
1: I have one thing for community.
0: Is um, is Reddit still in the corner?
1: Yeah, in my corner. I'm not talking about Reddit. Okay. <laughs> I mean, unless you found okay. something great, I'm trying to think. Mm. I did find something cool because of Reddit, if that counts.
0: Well, I did find... Um, I did find something that somebody said that reminded me of Jake T. O'Donnell.
1: Okay, and he is my community thing, so. Oh,
0: okay. Well, here, let me read this because I'm, I'm sure that Jake T. O'Donnell will have a better uh, Please, yeah. uh, uh, review on this. So this was from, um uh, this was a post from a couple of months ago and I've listened to them since Bleed American, but I'd never really delved into Invented and it's amazing. This is This is like they've released a brand new album for me because I'd never heard much from this album, which is, Great to say. Uh, And that's all they were posting. Well, The Jerky Wasp had responded with, Invented is probably my my favorite post-futures album. I never understood why it's often maligned by fans. I think it came at a time before critical music journalism had deemed it cool and fun to be unironically into bands like Jimmy Eat World, which to most people are seen as legacy acts from a bygone era of emo punk rock. Integrity Blues got a few great reviews from some respected pubs out there, and I think that influences a lot of people's perception of that album to be leaps and bounds ahead of their other output from the last decade, when in reality, this band has been remarkably consistent, almost to a fault. Invented has some of the best bands' work, uh, tons of driving, emotional, complicated, character-driven songs, and Invented, the song, is one of my all-time favorites.
1: I oh, thought that was pretty good. It's funny. I felt like yeah. I read that, and I was like, "Is that Jake T. O'Donnell's write-up?" And it's not. But <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I felt like I either read that or remember it or something. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I
0: haven't. We haven't ever. Uh, I don't think we've ever quoted the jerky wat or jerky wat. No,
1: not not before. Not familiar. Although there is a uh, ooh, when we get to videos, um, there is a user who's come up several times, and I kind of feel like that dude's like a, a head. So, uh I'm excited to yeah. to bring somebody new into the fold, one of our like recurring uh community people. So, uh here is what Jake T O'Donnell said. Uh J- this th- this number is high on his list.
0: <laughs> okay, good.
1: Uh, 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 uh high, I guess, maybe low on his list. It is a high
0: number oh, I on his list of 1 to 100. Gotcha. <laughs> well, I'm going to guess uh, the way that you said high, I'm going to go ahead and say 92. Ooh, ninety six. Ooh, okay. Close. Um, part of what made
1: invented such a cool record was the band's decision to present the songs from a young woman's point of view. One of the most vivid examples of this comes on "Movie Like," which kicks off with stomping percussion before acoustic guitars take over and Jim spins the tale of a young lady down on her luck in the big city. People can get swept up in the romanticism of a new start. a new person (laughs) a fresh way out but as jim sings in movie like it doesn't always work the way you want nothing movie like nothing magic people just tired to fight the constant battle it's not the most hopeful song but it's a good track from an underrated record says jake t o'donnell
0: Mm. yeah very high on his list but well said yeah um and that's what Um. i have for community did you? Did we? Uh, have we talked? I'm sure we mentioned it before about just the process that that Jim went through for for writing these.
1: I think so, but it's it's uh, fine to touch these. on it again.
0: Yeah, let's let's do that. So so for people that that aren't uh, um, that aren't familiar with with invented as it being like the closed narrative concept of uh, taking images, um, this was from a chorus FM. Now you can oh, stop me at if we read through Okay, this before. cool. So yeah, chorus FM. This was an interview with Jim Atkins, and and there's it's just a it's a pretty decent, decent interview. Uh, but they do ask the question. Also, this record seems to have more of a narrative structure than anything you've done before. I know you were inspired by some photographs and objective writing. Can you talk about what that process was like? And uh, let me just paraphrase this. So that I'll I'll take the top, top and bottom paragraph. So maybe like three years ago, I was trying different things to get my brain moving in a mindset for work. It wasn't necessarily to get material for songs. It was just really to get the synapse of songwriting. Um, And check this out. I would take 10 to 15 minutes and try to free write. So not even that long. He would would spend 10 to 15 minutes and think about every aspect of who the character is and what kind of decisions they're making. Every aspect that came to mind, I would just write down. Then later in the day, I would be working on music and some of the more interesting ideas from those sessions would find their way into song ideas. It ends up that maybe 85 to 90% of the record is based off of those type of sessions. Nice. Yeah. So just 10 to 15 minutes in the, you know, in the morning just to get the brain flowing. Yeah. Bullet, bullet points. And then, uh, yeah. And then flesh it out in the, in the afternoon. Yeah. And this is, I'm sure where a lot of people got the content for the Wikipedia, which you can read about the closed narrative quote. Um, mm, good point. But yeah. yeah well, I mean, I, We'll, we'll we'll go back to this uh this this interview here but it doesn't unfortunately mention movie like specifically it does go through some of the other tracks on the album all right but yeah and there we go that's all i got for community man
1: tight um okay so i have uh yeah let's let's go with some live performance stuff i have two live performance videos of this sweet how about you
0: um let me look I've got of of Jim doing this right.
1: Uh, uh, of one is of the band, one is of Jim.
0: I've got Jim's. I've got the band. Yeah, yeah. I've got two. Okay,
1: we both have two. Let's start with the band because that was older. Um, this is from user Meta Luke, who's come up before. Um, and uh, what's funny is sometimes I'll be like folding laundry and I'll just think about the pod, or I'll be listening to the pod, or choose a random old episode, and I always wonder, like, maybe it's not Meta Luke.
0: Maybe it's Metal Uke. You <laughs> Well, I looked at their posts. They, they've only sh- uh, had videos on their channel, right? I don't think that they had... But we've come across Metal Luke before, I
1: think on Reddit or oh, somewhere yeah. before.
0: Well, no, we've looked at his videos oh, have, for okay. sure. Yeah.
1: I didn't do a deep dive, but I was just like, oh, this guy keeps coming up a lot. And specifically that he had this video Made me think uh, He definitely knows what's up
0: <laughs> Right Now let me just look at his Yeah he's got a ton of Of just Jimmy Eat World live stuff that he's uploaded Yeah Okay so this is yeah go ahead This and is continue. live got at
1: private gig This is song called Movie Like
2: My face come All alone with the up things, the apartment still ringing. Clean up and make the a star. There's Courtney. Not the way I hope for. Well-
0: I like the editing that they're doing here too
1: i'm confused about it because it's like is this not footage from that performance because almost
0: none of it is in sync nothing's in sync but i think they're just using instead of just having the one shot on jim right and it sounds like a board recording right, right
1: because it's so dry Funny
2: shirt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they, you know what? They this was a live show, and I think they achieved that. Uh, what's it called? The the swishback or <laughs> the oh oh the suckback? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The swish, yeah, the suckback.
1: So this was posted November 2013. Did you find out more yep. information about this show?
0: So november 26 2013 we go to the other videos that metaluke has posted <laughs> let me let me uh search for this again so if i put in G-Meet World, um they also posted oh where's the videos shoot you know what i don't have it here there was another track that they posted from a day later same show it said at private gig um and I don't remember if it was off of the same album, but that one was maybe a day earlier or a day later. So let's say the other video was posted on November twenty fifth, twenty thirteen. This one was posted on November twenty sixth, twenty thirteen. Big Casino live at private gig. Um, it, it's Big Casino. That's what yeah. it was. It was Big Casino. Okay. Do you see the post date on that one? Uh, it is November twenty fifth, twenty
1: thirteen.
0: Yeah. Okay. So it's a day before this one. I went and looked on Setlist FM uh, if this was posted around the time that they uh-huh. were doing, they were touring. The last tour date they have before they break over Christmas is they're in London, England at the O2 Academy in, in in Brixton on November 19th. So I'm thinking that this show was somewhere in England within like a day or two after that. Because that, that's a small show. I don't know how big the O2 Academy is. Sure, yeah. Uh, oh, O2 is an arena. Yeah, so that's a huge... This looks more like the Canyon Club or uh, you right. know, so like a smaller yeah, gig yeah. right now. And and the set list is a huge set list with, with no sign of movie like, but they do play big casino on the second track uh, with an encore of chase this light 23 in the middle. Uh, but I'm thinking that this was in England that they, I don't know how, if it was for a radio show, but they did some kind of small gig. It's a bummer that metal didn't get back to you in time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean he's not he all reply, that active. Though. He
1: posted nine months ago, but
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, no. The two I have uploaded are the only ones I could find. Huh. So he just he came across these. Right. Huh. And interesting that he that well, I mean he he title cased private gig. I didn't know if that was like so you
2: know, for <laughs> some special reason.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah, so I'm thinking that they're in England and they're and they're playing out there. All right, I buy it. That that's all I got. Let's say that's what so it I'm is until we get to the big casino
1: episode, and maybe we have an answer. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> maybe we do have an answer from Metal Yuke.
1: <laughs> Metal Yuke. <laughs> uh,
0: now, so you also have is the other one that you have, uh, Jim playing recently?
1: Yes. Uh, so if you want to, um, uh, uh, I p- pulled the demo perform, or I pulled the Facebook live performance from the uh, from the rip on our drive. So I can send you that, or if you want to put it and watch together, you can put the the video. Well,
0: here, let's see. Um,
1: what I sent you I think goes straight to that track. Okay.
0: Well, that's fine because I can't scrub. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not definitely uh, scrubbing through it. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Here we go. So movie like. And I'm interested in the bridge. Yeah, and that's what I actually had noted on the yeah in my in my notes. I, I went specifically to the bridge. Alright, now the, the search results in here. Uh which one am I looking at? The Facebook watch number one. Oh,
1: weird. I thought it would have given you it the... just
0: gave me the search results. It's fine. Oh, but it's that one, right? It's the Facebook watch.
1: Uh yes.
0: Here we go. My
2: face coming down in streaks. All alone with your thing. Apartment still ringing, clean up and make my start. Not the way I hoped for. Welcome to New York. There's nothing new, nothing magic. People just had a fight. Constant. i e From all that I've got, this time I'm.
0: coming into the bridge now, right? Yes. Yeah, and it's got to be so it's hard funny. It Andy sounds Z's like he gets this. lost
1: in the bridge. Like he's like, "What do I do here?" And then, yeah, I think-
0: and I heard a couple of miss miss uh, miss oh, chords. Yeah,
1: well, that's fine. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Uh, it seemed. I, I think I thought he was like covering something. Like, oh, this is probably like a Joan Jett song. I don't know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like in the bridge. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because I've just never heard that part.
0: Yeah, I had to go back to it because it just sounded. I was listening to it in the background on uh, on the YouTube uh, listing of it, and it sounded like he was ad like you like you were kind of mentioning there was he was like ad libbing there. And I looked back at the lyrics and I go, this time, believe it this time, you'd better believe it. Wow. It's in there. Yeah. But it sounds nothing like no. that in the, in the album track. So, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Uh okay, so those are the two additional links I have, so
1: then we've got our off the cuff videos things, so do we wanna work our way up to um what we uh <laughs> what we came across with rave d j let's see that let's let's work um, our way up, up to it okay. I found this on reddit and it's nuts. it's just insane um tell me if you saw this
0: <laughs> I'm sure if you i'm sure. Did, so did you play this game as a kid?
3: No. <laughs>
0: oh, I love it.
2: <laughs> so
0: at first I thought they were they were singing in Latin. Yeah, or I. I <laughs> Somebody
1: made a comment that said, "Send this to one of your friends that's never heard Jimmy Eat World and watch them have a stroke." Um, because yeah, it's so it was good. snake
0: oil twenty seven. Yeah,
1: right. And um, and so the theory is that I thought like, are they like uh, retuning or like, did they run it through an algorithm? But then there was this video of Katy Perry in the studio recording her simlish oh, version so of her song.
3: You know. But
2: it's a probing nope
1: But it's a probing nope Um So it was like a whole Thing to get your song in this game Um and then these Guys are like talking about how simlish Is a thing um And they have all these artists talking Sims 4 get to work simlish Music spotlight
3: Soil so. <laughs> What's up, everyone? We are New Politics. We are Echo Smith. I'm Alan Wilkes, otherwise known as Big Data. Katie Tears, and I'm here today recording my new single, Whistle. The Business of Emotion. Everywhere I go, kings and queens. Nothing's wrong in Simlish. Simlish. In Simlish. Oh, oh, great. Oh. This is our first song
2: in a video game.
1: So, it's so bizarre. So, I played Sim City, and then, like, SimCity mm-hmm. 2000 came out, and it was like, oh, fuck. And then I think maybe SimCity 3000 I played a little bit, but that was it. When the Sims came out, everybody was playing it and I tried it and I was like, no, 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 I don't
0: get it. Um. Well, I had... I, I think this was this may have been when I had the IBM, but I had an, a Commodore 286, so not the 386. I had some friends with the 386. That was the powerful one. But all I could uh, get to run, I, I want to say it was the IBM machine that I had, was <laughs> Sim Farm. So my first... My okay. first exposure was Sim Farm, and then we got a compact Presario, or Presario, <laughs> and that one could run Sims on it, and I played Sims and came across, you could bring the console up, which, you know, I'm sure you're familiar with the console at the top, you play Half-Life, you play all these other games, you could put in, like, God Mode on. Yeah. I remember you you could put in the code Rosebud, all when we're, you know, like, uh, the last, what, the last word muttered in Citizen Kane. Yeah. But it would give you all this money that you could use. And that's how I ended up playing. I never played this, the Sims the way that it was supposed to be played. So I always just
1: start like I always thought SimCity was it. And then the Sims was like, oh, we're going to make a fun like little thing. So it looks like February 2000 was the first Sims yep. game. Um, mm-hmm. OK, that, that I think that tracks. I think most people that I knew were playing it in high school. Um but yeah, I yeah, was so after, familiar after that, with never played it again. Sim City that I just wasn't interested.
0: Yeah, see, I didn't have a computer that could handle Sim City, um, so I never got into that sure, vein. Yeah. Because when when did Sim City come out? Sim City was like ninety five. Yeah,
1: probably. Let's see. SimCity. City first one was
0: eighty nine. Wow,
1: eighty nine. Wow. Uh, I definitely put, yeah, I it's... played the hell out of Sim City two thousand, and that came out in ninety three. <laughs> And then SimCity 3000 came out in '99, and like I was already kind of over it. And then when the Sims came out, I guess I was just off the franchise. Like I was like, okay, I get it. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I never went, yeah, I never went crazy in that whole uh, the Maxis uh, vein yeah. of games. I did a couple of them and was was. Out. But
1: you know what's funny about SimCity 2000 is when you
0: would start
1: a um a a disaster, you would hear a police dispatcher. And I hear that police dispatch sound effect in so many fucking things all the time because I would press disaster so much. And I hear it in movies and commercials and everything. And I just have to roll my eyes like, oh God, that fucking sound effect again. And 93 is when I was first heard it. So it's been like, well. Yeah, almost thirty years of that fucking. Well,
0: there's still the there's still the gate creek that I hear. You know, oh the, right, the, the yeah, we, we talked, talked about being this. in yeah. X Files. <laughs> right, that that one's been in use since the same same time, but late late eight late eighties, yeah. early nineties. Yeah. At least since I've heard it. Yeah, and then they're not going to change it. It's the same day. Even even doors with regular hinges, they still have it. You oh, know, yeah, it's, you gotta, it's Not even a, a gate.
1: Yeah, I'll let those not, <laughs> those hard of seeing people know that a, something open. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that for some reason i i kept this simlish behind the scenes let me see what this is this is a oh it's too long but uh, let's see so do
0: you think do you think the band came in and re-recorded gibberish yeah because i mean
1: it it sounds so good i have to i have to believe that jim went and re-recorded his part so this is sims 3 world adventures expansion pack simlish behind the scenes
3: (laughs) <laughs>
1: Simlish is the language of The Sims. It's when our characters get together and talk to each other and interact with each other or expressing their feelings. Simlish is what they use.
0: The Sims is such a special and unique game that having our very own special and unique language. Look at that
1: Apple Cinema display sense. behind her. We realized that it would be great <laughs> for him. players to hear popular artists doing a song, their songs in Simlish and bring some of their world into The Sims games.
3: Today I recorded a song in Simlish and it was amazing. I recorded my song Manos al which is normally in Spanish, so recording it in another language in Simlish was really, really fun. <laughs>
0: Every time it's really amazing how much it sounds like the original song, even though it's this make believe language.
2: Hey, I'm Pixie Lott, and today I'm. Now, I didn't I watch this, this whole video. I,
1: I wonder if Jim ends I'm up in this, in this one, because he was in Robert Sims 3.
2: James, but not necessarily James. part
1: of this expansion.
0: Pack. I don't know what the science is. Oh,
1: Matt and Kim! I, I love Matt Kim. Sheep,
0: wow. <laughs> with it all written out, and
3: I'm like. I was so stoked when EA approached me. Look at that hair! Oh my god! 2008 2008 hair,
0: It's weird because you almost don't even notice unless you start paying attention.
3: This
0: does not make any sense.
3: I actually went into a coffee shop one morning to get some breakfast, and I was standing in line, and I heard the song on the radio that was
0: Sway by the parachute but I actually only knew it in Simlish, so I found myself humming along and going, wait
1: a
2: minute. What well, should be famous? Oh, no, I said in the wrong verse.
1: These people have been working really hard to get these songs right in, in their original
0: language, so now to just take that and... Oh, my God, I to want Simlish, to go to this Matt
1: and Kim uh, version.
0: ...puts a lot of work on, <laughs> on them. So it's perfect for me because I sing bizarrely anyway. <laughs> I didn't even realize like they were singing in a different language because it sounds like right.
3: We're
1: up over a hundred artists now doing Simlish songs. Nelly Furtado's being our
0: most recent, and uh, Natasha Bedingfield, and Lily Allen being the biggest most recent. Come on. It really is so much fun to be able to listen to their Simlish and feel like I'm telling their story
3: and I can make up whatever (laughs) I want about it and it really makes my game feel like my own. And the Simlish is a huge part of that experience along with the music and everything they say to each other. It's just the Sims are the Sims and that helps define them. Make sure to check out The Sims 3 World Adventures this coming November.
1: This is the exact Mm. type of content I edit at work. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Those little bits, man. Yeah, man. Uh, So, yeah. So I couldn't find anything of Jimmy World recording theirs. But so, yeah, man, he had to have done it, right? Mm-hmm.
0: So. they had to yeah if they're all doing it there's no way everyone's doing uh, there it. was more in that thread there was more in that thread um let me see how did i love this uh do they record this or does the sims crew twist up the sims crew edited the vocal track mm, so somebody said saying. that they did huh yeah and grev the guy that posted this i don't know if that's i don't know man uh i i would like to think that they went in
1: let's oh, let's and... listen to the bridge <laughs> because the bridge everything's so buried in the mix like you would have to go in and do it oh let's go back a little bit
0: I don't know, man. I don't think it's edited. You don't think if they got the stems, because it sounds, I mean, I don't know. I would like to ask <laughs> if anyone the knows. for inflections are right. GEPod. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, they'd have to have the stems to do this. There's no other way around that. But you heard that uh, in the Matt and Kim, when he was doing his thing, you could see him singing the part. But in the background, they had the simlish in the same post effect of, you know, like like that stereo spread. Right. During, during the chorus. So I don't know who's engineering this or who's, who's uh, mixing this at the end, but it sounds just like the, (laughs) right. Yeah. Just like the, the, the actual track. Huh? I don't know.
1: And what's funny is I feel like I went down even a further rabbit hole on this. Um, (laughs) but, uh, I guess I'm grateful that I didn't find it all because it would have been too much. Uh, But I think it had to do with like record labels and it was like a whole thing. Oh, I know what it was and we'll get into it in a future episode. But there was a whole thing about video game music video recreations. It was a TV show on MTV and there was a Jimmy World one. And we'll talk about that in a Mm. future episode. But um, okay, before we get to our our rave DJ stuff, because I have two, one that you have not heard uh and we'll play that one first i found this amazing japanese video called movie like it's a uh asayake no auto movie like official music video and i was like oh let me just see what it is and the song is so good i was like i have to play a little bit of it so (laughs) oh
0: asayake no Ato, this is okay like how is it that good it's
1: this so is really good. cool
0: and you forget you know you forget i don't know where this was where this was filmed but it looks like Marina del rey kinda, but it looks like yeah, also it, japan like exactly right <laughs> uh yeah so that's i think what i was getting mixed up with is the name of that band is Asayake no ato but there's a song have you ever heard it it's a it's it's like a classic song
1: no i don't know um
0: let me see this. If, if it's a classic this. song,
1: maybe I know it by not not the name. Ooh,
0: though. Let me see if I can play this. Come on, it's memories.
1: memories. Memories, but it's one of those where how do you
0: you know how you 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 can't really figure out songs that are just um, musical. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like how do <laughs> you how do you like... find? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, just instrumental. How do you figure out what that song is? Oh, um, uh,
1: uh, Shazam.
0: This was before that, though. Oh. Sayaki no ato? No, man, I don't think I'll be able to find it in time. Is it a a song or a band that you'd heard of? It's a song, but it's just it's a whistling song. Here, let me see if I play it in this in this trailer here. (whistles) Oh, I know what it is. As we walk down the aisle together, the song that 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 um boys to men, I think it's boys to men, boys to men song. The lyric, or I'm sorry, the melody that's that that is based off of is this song that I was trying to figure out. That's actually a Japanese song from like the 60s. Oh, interesting! And that's what it was. So it was I didn't know how to find the original based on boys to men because this was like but. Early '90s, and I couldn't figure man. it out. Yeah, ABC BBD. <laughs> anyway, after that that whole long stretch, that that's what I was trying to figure out. So it 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 got me when I saw Asayake no Ato. But uh, yeah, that I like that video. The video's very great. Movie, the like song to me.
1: is really good. Like I, yeah. I can't quite put my finger on what it reminds me of, but it's like just generic pop punk goodness. So anyway, uh, I really enjoyed that. Um, I'm gonna send you. So I made two rave DJs. One we were very excited about. <laughs> on like that Tuesday or whatever I was doing the research oh yeah um, and then I was like oh let me do something so I can show Justin and then I thought it turned out okay actually so why don't you play I had to message it to you but this is such great movie life movie like and this is the postal service and Ooh. Jimmy Eat World
2: Dude. <laughs>
1: that was abrupt. <laughs> but I like this part. So we could pause it there, but um, mostly I thoroughly enjoyed hearing almost the double time Postal Service drums behind the verse. I yeah, thought that's something cool.
0: Cap, boom, cat, boom, cat,
1: Yeah. Um, so the next thing I did, the very first thing I did, like the minute I played the song, I was like, oh, we have to mash this up with Queen. So then we made yeah. We <laughs> Will World You. <laughs> and it sounds so good. It's maybe the best one we've done. In and all the right parts.
0: Yeah, it does.
2: <laughs>
1: that rock, yeah, <laughs> I love the random rock.
0: Even the bridge works. Yeah, man. We do post these. Uh, we got to make sure we put these in um, in the Discord too. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah for sure.
0: We, I mean, we can't do it too early. Yeah, right? no, no, but. no, no.
1: <laughs> We're not even going live with this episode I, on Discord, but yeah. <laughs> I,
0: I did. So I did make one. Oh, are you a fan of, of of the week of the weekend at all? Yeah, love the weekend. Here, check this one out. So this one I was actually able to. I think this one will work here. Let me see if I can paste this into watch together. So I only wanted to play a little bit of it see if it plays movie like lights (laughs) oh hell yeah Good. Well, we can we can post the rest of that puppy. Um, I guess that one did end up uploading to our YouTube, but we can just paste the yeah, yeah. the rave DJ links because that that's the safer option, anyway, totally. right? Yeah, that was good. I enjoyed that. What's what track are we going to end up? What are you going to end up throwing uh, the midnight in there? I'm yeah, I, I can't wait. A good one. Yeah,
1: uh, something with a sax we solo. Have, you know? We already. Unfortunately, <laughs> we already. <did>. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have to do something from. uh Was it chase this light? So that way we can imagine. What a sack solo on Chase's lights. Yeah. Um, okay, so I have three covers. Hmm. Um. First is from Instagram. Yeah. So this is Distance Above on Instagram. Let me see if this will play and watch together. It looks like it will. Um. Been a while. Movie like. Uh. Maybe not. Install extension for video support. There you go. <laughs>
0: i've got i've got the link okay good
1: oh you had him (laughs) i forget where i I saw him him. he posted somewhere like reddit or on
0: it was on reddit yeah cool it was seeds aesthetic that he's got going on yeah. here you think he's left-handed or do you think that's flipped Ooh, um uh, there's no ring huh you can't see any oh ring. that's a
1: good call yeah and there's no text behind him mm,
0: and i can't see you know what i atticus is uh readable so i'm gonna go ahead and say that he's left-handed oh what
1: what, what is what's this atticus on his stuff
0: so he's got uh he must like atticus it's on his um telecaster you can see it on the pick guard. Oh, I see. So, so Atticus PB, is not a can,
1: band. Addison the brand. Atticus the brand. You mean? So this means? Yes.
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He. Yeah. Atticus. Uh, the, Andy's and he's got a Jimmy Eat World Phoenix You're sticker
1: right. on there. Uh, so he uh, is a Blink fan and a uh, Jimmy Eat World fan. Be- there we go. Because Atticus was their clothing brand.
0: And, and Finch. Finch was a, a band, right? Finch was a band. And Finch, Finch was an
1: band. Atticus band so atticus was started by mark and tom of blink 182 and they wanted to support their friends so they bought a couple tour vans and let the bands that they wanted to support use them to go on tour and they would supply them with shirts and stickers and things to give out at mm. shows oh, okay we all like the sheep that we are bought all of the stuff <laughs> we possibly could I had so much atticus stuff um yeah uh, so yeah I sent you another one This is Another one um, Nick Lucas And he posted this To the Jimmy World Fans Facebook group Which All you'll right, have to be Signed into t- Facebook to play But
0: uh, Yes And I, luckily I'm still Signed in here Woo-hoo.
1: Unique voice Good acoustic cover.
0: those technically are you do you have his up are those horn rimmed glasses the ones that go up over the top of the glasses and there's nothing on the bottom
1: uh oh right yeah what do they call those i should know because wes has glasses and i feel like they've come up but i think i call them horn i feel like i asked that recently um yeah but uh yeah i even commented on his video nice yeah (laughs) in all caps no less yeah
0: um, <laughs> yeah sounded pretty good yeah got the ovation sound yeah. going on oh i
1: did forget to mention that um uh distance above on instagram he is chris jonathan in the facebook group and then oh. he also posted to youtube uh, what was it? he had a reddit name too right so sev or something like yep. that right yeah uh okay final video i have and maybe you have them hey harbor music on youtube
0: uh no
1: oh sick so that one's really good do you want to do yours first and then uh
0: i have one from soundcloud Alright, if yours is really good, this is gonna be this will be from um this is Leem Paul Jones, found him on SoundCloud.
1: And is this the guy you said that three years previous did the same thing Jim did in the It
0: had to be. My come- jump ahead to that bridge. So this was posted four years ago, which is uh, well before Jim's solo performance this year. Um, But he had to have heard it somewhere. It sounds just like how he delivered it. Right. (laughs) But yeah, Lean Paul Jones has got it going on. I love his voice. Sounds kind of like Jim.
1: Yeah, totally. I I dig it. Mm -hmm. Well done. All right. Final cover is this one from, like I said, Hey Harbor Music. Jimmy Eat World movie like cover in studio. This is a full band cover and they did a really good job.
3: My face coming down in streaks Alone with your things The apartment's still ringing Clean up and make my start Oh, wow. Not the way I hope for Welcome to New York Nothing movie-like And nothing magic People just tired to fight The constant battle Waiting to see a sign Then you've seen the best, alright. Train comes at one I'll leave Give you time Lest you think Don't know just what He wants Cause I'm all that I've got But this time I'm on it Nothing movie like And nothing magic People just tired To fight The constant battle Waiting to see A sign Then you've seen the best already, then you've seen his best already, then you've seen his best already. It's
0: just these two, right? It Constant seems like it, right?
3: To see yeah. A sign then you've seen the best already.
1: So this was released October 25th, 2010, and it says uh that they also did the mini they you could kind of hear it, uh, mini mashup of Clarity and the Bridge. A Sunday, Lucky Denver Mint, Goodbye, Sky Harbor. Can you find all the references? And then they have a vlog, and then they have Reverb Nation link, which I don't even know if Reverb Nation is still a thing. I don't think think
0: any of those passed through.
1: (laughs) Recorded by Hay Harbor at Sawhorse Studios in St. Louis, Missouri.
0: Sounded great. Yeah, man. I liked it.
1: Somebody said it's better than Jimmy World song. I don't know about all that, but it was good. (laughs) 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 So, Justin, what are your final thoughts on the song movie like? by the band um
0: Chimino. i i like it just a little bit more well you know too. like i said it was one of my one of my uh d- d- top tracks on this album already and going through these lyrics man it just it adds a, a little bit more to it i love it man
1: yeah i think they did a really good job uh being songwriters as opposed to um minstrels is that what you would say like a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: yes with their uh with their metal metal ukes and their loots. yeah right <laughs>
1: <laughs> um so yeah um that I, I i think it's a terrific song uh that sounds like queen and i'm glad we did that mashup and i thought it sounded really good um so yeah um unless you had anything else to say i think everybody should uh, uh continue to so we can get out of this goddamn pandemic uh, <laughs> uh wear a mask and be excellent to each other
0: and party on dudes with your masks on though
1: <laughs> and wash your hands